All right. Good morning, Steady Trade Treats listeners. Happy Friday. We are here. Well, nope, nope, nope. I am here with your Friday's edition of Steady Trade Treats. Once again, Matt couldn't do it. He could not make it for the third time. We really, I thought this was going to be a record. Uh, what do you do? What are you going to do? You know what? It's fine. I know he's a busy man um, just with work and all. So I'm okay being here by myself, but... For now, you know, and it's honestly, today's probably a good day of <laughs> to miss on Steady Trade Trees because let's be honest, I'm sure you guys have seen there has not been a whole lot of crazy movement in the penny stock market. It has not changed from our Monday's edition of Steady Trade Trees. Um, we do have, a, do have a couple, though, a couple, a couple movers I want to talk about, and again, none of them are OTCs. Maybe it's because I'm just not well-versed in the OTC market that I, I, I never really know what quite, quite what to look for. There was what looked to be a decent little gap up on WKSP, but it didn't really do a whole lot there. So without further ado, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, going to be a probably relatively quick episode. Don't see a whole lot I love, but there is an important topic I want to talk about because the runners lately have had similar themes. It was mainly just today, the Thursday, the day of recording, and it's not a good sign in my opinion, but I could be very wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? So uh, before we get started, of course, this is not investment advice. This is for informational purposes only. All right. So we're going to start off with IGC. It's a, This is a marijuana stock or marijuana-related stock. It ran pretty heavily, honestly, a few a few weeks ago back in uh gosh i keep forgetting we're in september now mid-august it ran up from under a dollar a share up to 450 today it it ran essentially without news uh it, it ran from it started the day at a dollar six had a high of 192 so almost 100 percent move on no news and that's the theme that we're going to talk about today is a lack of news it, just what i've seen especially today and you know that's what 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 that is, and kind of how, how traders seem to react to a lack of news when stocks are running. So again, nothing really here to say on it, um, other than this is more or less what we call a first green day type pattern, where it had a long run and a slow fall down. Generally, you know you have a mix of short sellers covering and new people buying this because again it's a pattern. So if this is a if this is a pattern, you are not playing. Look into it. Sykes has uh, some pretty good lessons on it. The first Green Day pattern, it's a really, it's a nice and simple one. And when it works, it normally works. This was definitely a little bit more of a choppy play throughout the day. Let me go back to my three minute candles. Yeah, it just it was more or less a grinder uh, from, had a couple sporadic moves, consolidation, and then another big move, and then a little consolidation, and then another big move, more consolidation. And then finally, it went from but a dollar forty up to one ninety two. So in my opinion, this probably isn't a wash tomorrow. First green days normally don't continue for second day runs, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. Now going back to what I was talking about, though, you know what? Actually, we're gonna talk about the runs without news at the end of this. But keep this what I'm about to tell you into consideration for the end of the episode. The float on this was thirty five million shares. That's not a high float. It's not necessarily a low float either, though, especially given the fact that it did roughly 64 million volume. It rotated its float almost two times. Uh, For those of you who don't know what float rotation is, or even I'm assuming most of you know what the float is, maybe not, though. So we're going to go over it really quick. The float is more or less the publicly available shares uh, that can be traded on the market. You know, there's there's insiders, uh, shares that insiders have that 
can, that aren't necessarily tradable shares. The float is everything available to the general public. Uh, and it's, you know, think of supply and demand, right? If the lower the float, the less supply there is. So when you can create demand and there's not a lot of supply, there's that imbalance between supply and demand. So moves generally happen faster on these low float stocks, which more uh, more often than not are lower price stocks. You don't really ever see large caps that are low floats because again, some of these are already volatile enough with a high float. There's already enough demand. A low, decreasing the float, as soon as that demand dries out, it's going to tank. Uh, the same reason that a lot of these penny stocks never really hold a sustainable massive move, right? So anyways, yes, IGC ran no news, more or less a first green day pattern in my opinion. I don't see this being a play really for tomorrow, but again, I wanted to go over this pattern, the first green day pattern, because with so many penny stocks, you know, making these runs and then just kind of fading off, we're bound to see a decent amount of them. All right, now let's move on over to GTX, uh, Garrett Motion Inc. And by the way, if you want to know the, the name of IGC, it's India Global Capital Inc., uh, traded on the NYSE, I believe. Anyways, GTX, uh, Garrett Motion Inc., I also trade on the NYSE, the New York Stock Exchange. Same thing here, except this is one of those, It's a. it was a $2.50 stock uh, on Wednesday. Didn't even really gap up, like a very, very slight gap up, and it opened the day around in the 260s. You know, I know that's, you know, it didn't really gap up because it, it had a push at the end of the day yesterday on Wednesday. I keep saying yesterday, forgetting that this goes out on Friday. On Wednesday, it closed the day pretty strong in like the 270 area on pretty little volume. And then again, it opened right around the 265, 270. And out of nowhere, it just kind of ran straight from 270 up till 350 on no news once again. Now, to be fair, this is another uh, form of a first green day. It had a pretty big gap down a few about a week ago, it was trading up in the seven dollar per share area, gapped down to the four four fifties. The the news on this, as of lately, there was no real news today, but apparently they are battling their former parent company Honeywell over potential liability payments. Probably a very strong part of the reason for the gap down. And again, more or less, this is a first Green Day pattern. Uh, we got. It was just when a stock is so beaten down, it's generally bound to bounce, especially the more volatile ones. This one only traded 16 million shares today, though, despite having a near 67 million share float. Same thing, a higher float company. That's essentially, you know, it's it's interesting to me that these higher float stocks are holding up throughout the day, despite trading less than the float throughout the day, or not many, not rotating the float too many times. So. Again, this opened the day at 270, give or take. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, 265 was the low. And it hit a high of 382 today. Um, and it closed it closed pretty strong up in the three, roughly 370 area. So is this one to keep on watch? Maybe. Yeah, but again, I don't really genu- or generally see continuation moves um, the, the day after. This doesn't mean this is going to be out of play for, you know, the next two, three weeks. Maybe more news comes out. Who knows? Again, this is just not something I'm watching for tomorrow, but it proves to be another good example of the first Green Day setup. So let's move on to one that I think does have some future potential for tomorrow. And I keep saying tomorrow, guys. I'm sorry. I mean today, Friday, the day this goes out. This is what I'm talking about. I'm so, I got to get used to this. I really do. So this is not a penny stock. In fact, it's not even a small cap. 
but it moved like one, that's for certain. We were talking about CORT, C-O-R-T, Corset Therapeutics Incorporated. Again, here here it goes. The theme again, no news and a higher float. Again, higher float, you're actually, you kind of expect that on a mid mid to large cap stock. This was uh, basically on Wednesday, opened the day up with a slight gap up, very slight gap up, and opened the day up at like $13 a share. By the end of the day, hit twenty three fifty, nearly nearly a hundred percent move on a on a mid cap stock. It's pretty impressive, especially given the float. It rotated its float about once that day. It did about I think just exactly at eighty eight million shares uh, traded on Wednesday. The float of the company is eighty eight million shares, so it rotated its float once one time over. I was expecting this to just die off, though, today. Um, this wasn't really a first Green Day move. They, in fact, I don't see any news on this. Again, another runner without any news. But, 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 there's something that's very interesting about this one. And this is a topic we haven't really talked a whole lot about either. Uh, is institutional ownership. Generally, higher institutional, institutional ownership means... We'll think of it this way. An institution is essentially a large large money investor. It's a big money investor or a group of big money investors. What is big money like? Big money likes when they make more money on their already big money. But the difference is they kind of have more say, uh, more say over the move of these stocks because, again, they, got, they, they have more money. The institutional ownership on this on stock trade shows 134%. Something obviously there's something a little bit off there. Maybe maybe I'm not reading it right or you know this or that. But regardless, extremely high institutional ownership. People institutions want this up. Could this be like a pump and dump by the institutions, by insiders and promoters that know something? Maybe I'm not going to go too far into that because again, then I'm almost conspiracizing. Is that a word? Conspiracizing? I think that is. I've always been really bad with my words. I make up words that clearly aren't real. That sound like they should be. I think conspiracizing is a word, though, if it's not a trademark that you heard it here first. Anyways, what I'm going at is this held up really well on Thursday. There we go. I didn't say today. This held up really well on Thursday, despite having such a high float and really not doing a whole lot in volume. I would love to see this ideally consolidate for one or two more days, maybe a little bit higher, for another potential breakout. That doesn't mean that today, Friday, it couldn't rip. Um, just do it, do it then and there. Uh, this is almost a pattern that <laughs> it was a really weird one, but it would it would take a U one I think did it. It did like one day of consolidation after the run, and then just ripped up again. That one day is all it needed. Although I do think that was a lower float ticker, but you know, this is one I am going to be keeping on watch. I, lo- I really am curious to see what it does on on Friday today, the day this episode is released. Uh, a breakout would be nice. You know, if anyone is short this, they're probably trapped. In fact, I, I almost I didn't get trapped because I never hold overnight, but I did try to short this on Wednesday, and I caught the caught the slight pullback before it ripped up. As in terms of price action today, it had a, a low on the day about eighteen thirty two, hit a daily high of twenty sixty seven. So this still has room to break out. Keep it on watch, but again, no news. A little a little bit sketchy. The fact that it's doing this on no news. The last stock I want to talk about really quick is SHLO, Shiloh Industries Incorporated, an environmentally focused global supplier of light weighting noise and vibration solutions. Today announced that it has received approvals from the U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the, of the District uh, for the District of Delaware for all of its first day motions 
related to the company's voluntary Chapter 11 petitions filed on August 30th. The court granted Shiloh approval of access to $18.1 million of the $123.5 million omitted debtor in position financing from its existing lenders, blah, 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 BS news, doesn't really matter. But, had a nice run today, gapped up, traded yesterday around 28 cents a share, opened the day at somewhere around 40 cents a share, hit a high of 81, and closed the day a little bit above 60 cents a share. This one held up pretty well. It's you no, know, not a big float uh, given the price of stock. It's 15 million share float. So it's, you know, it's got potential to move. Again, more or less, this was some type of first green day pattern. It chapter 11 you're in bankruptcy you know chapter 11 bankruptcy and they were essentially granted that which is why the stock gap down from over a dollar a share down to a low of 26 cents a share so again more or less a form of a first green day movement pattern pattern whatever you want to call it and that in my opinion is just a pretty recurring theme because so many stocks are beaten down right now a lot of these old runners just simply died off, which is fine. But um, this one, in my opinion, if it, if it wanted to, it could try to run off to a dollar. It's got a little gap to fill. Other than that, though, I'm, I'm not really overly concerned on keeping this on watch. I'd rather try to find the next green, uh, first Green Day pattern tomorrow. But there are four of them today, or three of them today, at least three of them, that were relatively good movers. So maybe we're going to start seeing a few of these first Green Day moves. That's essentially what I'm getting at. And the last thing I wanted to say is what was the common recurring theme that I kept talking about here? No news for these runners. No news. Shorts love to attack these no news, no news runners. Because again, there's no reason for them to be up other than people trading them. Just be careful of them. But you know what? If it would, it was going to be interesting to see. That was really only today that this that this no news runner kind of start these runners kind of started out news but doesn't mean that this couldn't continue news again it seemed to prove to be pretty irrelevant lately so it's really just something to keep an eye out for but shorts generally do like to attack the no news runners because again there's really no reason for them to be up uh and also the float has been a bit higher on some of these these aren't little micro float runners that we've seen in the past but they are these are the ones that have had, had strong closes of the day I haven't seen a day where these these runners essentially close as strong as they do. They've been fading off by the end of the day. It'll be interesting. Keep these on watch for Friday. Again, I'm not expecting a whole lot out of them, but if they hold up well out of the open, it could be something to watch for a second day move. My main watch, though, is going to be CORT just because of this consolidation and how well it's held up. Maybe it does nothing. Maybe it dies off. But I would like to see one more push for a potential breakout before looking for a short, before a sell-off, ideally. But I'm going to gauge it on price action is as you should every time, price action trumps everything. And a lot of that also comes through volume. So just keep keep all that in consideration. Keep it on the back of your mind. But just know that right now, first Green Day patterns have worked well today. And just know that, th- th- who knows? Again, it was one day of these, of these first Green Day moves that I've really seen a couple of them. Hopefully this continues because they are pretty easy to spot. Uh, you'll see a possibly a slight gap up and if not just make sure you got your scanners fired up early in the morning stocks to trade does a great job at showing the top percent gainers every day it makes it nice and simple i use it every day to try to just again i'm watching scanning pre-market and right after the market opens it's continuously updating keep them on watch that's really all you can do right now and let's just again it's friday go go into the go into the trading day today 
conscious that Fridays generally are slower, and we've already been in a slow penny stock market, and that's okay. So thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode of Study Trade Treats. We will be back. I'm going to make sure. Mark my words. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure Matt's here for Monday. Although it is Labor Day. I lied. I take all that back. It's a Labor Day. I don't even know if we're putting out an episode for Labor Day because the market's closed. So I will see you when I see you guys next. And again, have a great weekend. Thank you for listening.